Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy, returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online, like from your couch. You can do it all at searsimports.com. Again, searsimports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best for Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. singing today, or at least before this interview, uh, which we'll get into right away here. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 107.1. Happy Friday. It's December 3rd. I'm Alexis Thompson. Miss Shannon Paul. Hello. hello. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, Jason and Don both on vacation today. Yes. 
And uh, big, big interview last night on ABC with George Stephanopoulos and Alec Baldwin. A few things that came out. I'm still wondering what his motivation was. For doing this interview? In the first place. Because I left it with more questions than answers. And there's going to be like a, what, a 2020, like a two-hour thing. Yes, in a week. That's coming up, too, with every detail. And I wonder who they interviewed because... He couldn't really say too much, at least specific names. Right. But he did He did go there for a lot of things. Like how did the gun go off? He said he didn't pull the trigger. And Kenny, you sent an article that I thought was really interesting about that could have actually happened. Did explain? Did you watch it last night? I did. Mm-hmm. I watched it. So was he working on uh, Quick Draw? Is that what they were working on? Because I know they were practicing for a scene that was coming up they were about to shoot. Yeah, he said it's a marking rehearsal is what he kept calling it. So she had the camera. She was looking at the screen and saying, okay, point the gun up higher, higher. Okay, this angle, just to get the right, because she was a cinematographer, to get the right angle and, and get the shot that she wanted. And then he never pulled the trigger, but he did cock it and pull it back. He's like, okay, like this, like this, like this. And then in incremental stages went okay. back, and so that's when he let go. Is when it went off. That's probably what happened. So uh, I should have brought my revolver in so I could show you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, revolver, depending on the caliber, you you've got a, a cylinder that you load either you know like if it's a forty five or right. thirty eight. It was six a cool rounds 45. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Six rounds in there, um, and most guys that carry for hunting purposes or whatever, they always keep. The 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 hole that's mm-hmm. in line with the barrel and and the firing pin, empty. Okay. Because you can accidentally, if you fall down or something happens, that hammer can come partially cocked and then go slamming back down. Okay. And it might be enough force to let the firing pin go out, hit the round, and cause it to fire. So I, I like carry a twenty-two pistol out. In the woods, when right? I'm, you know, um, defending myself from skunks or whatever, right? right. You know, mm. and I always and it's a nine shot, and I always carry eight rounds. I always keep that top round empty just in case I fall down or something happens, and that hammer becomes partially cocked and then lets go and and, and fires. Right? And you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot or whatever. Right? And that's the only situation where that firearm could have gone off without him pulling the trigger. And Kenny, I'm glad that you explained that whole thing because that's been part of my question on this. And I and I totally agree that it was accidental, but right. it also seems like they've been going and going and going about how there are protocols like yeah. what you just discussed yeah. to make sure that it is a safe set. And the yeah. thing that I didn't like about the way that they presented the interview last night is I'm not saying that he... Uh, had any malice, and I don't think right. anybody is saying that. No, but no. for him to kind of like imply that it was kind of her fault because she was the one telling him where to point the gun, and that's her yeah. job. It's like that's right. we still have to go back and go. Well, yes, she felt comfortable saying, "Here's what I'm doing as my job," because right. it shouldn't have been a dangerous scenario. Well, that's how exactly the other what, protocols went into place, and that's exactly what he kept saying. He's like, "I never thought for a second that there was live ammunition." He didn't even think about that until an hour after, after they were because she was shot in the mm-hmm. they were doing a scene in the in the church, and he was like, "I didn't even think about that. I thought she just kind of passed out, and um, it went with such yeah. force that it went through her body and right. the same bullet." 
hit the hit other the, gentleman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that Which, just, I, it just really just is heartbreaking that this is what happened. But I, the, the other part that I'm not down with, uh, that I, I, and I understand what they're doing, that I feel like this is deflection. Mm. Um, and I wasn't cool with the fact I'm going, oh, yeah, the, the mistakes were made. It's not my fault. Because he's also one of the producers on the film. And so that means that you're in charge of providing a safe environment, I think, for everybody on the set. Yeah. If you take yeah. on that role as the producer. Yeah. So he kind of uh, differentiated between him as a producer, like more the creative guy versus the guy who who hired all the other or the producer that hired. Yeah. No, I know. I get it's what you're of, saying. I, I understand. But I'm still going. Oh, you yeah. He's are still st- a producer. Right. And he's still one of the people that was dri- the driving force on the attitude of this set. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think that this, and it's a very loose, uh, a very, very loose analogy. But the same thing is when we were talking about Ellen DeGeneres and then the fact that her set was so toxic, you're still the main person on this set, you yeah. would think. Of True. all of those, like we didn't know any of these other names other than Alec Baldwin's. So you can't, it's very difficult for me to go that he's not helping create the tone and tenor of the set. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's maybe I'm completely wrong, but that's uh, what I'm saying. Protocol wasn't followed, and you can right. tell he's not a firearms person. No. Um, whenever you hear in the news that somebody was shot while cleaning a firearm, mm-hmm. that's a lie. That's okay. a straight-up 100% lie, because like I explained to uh, everybody yesterday or the day before, when, uh, for instance, I'm let's say I'm in a gun shop and uh, I ask to see a firearm, the guy mm-hmm. behind the counter picks the firearm up, clears it himself, opens it up, makes sure it's not loaded. Mm-hmm. I witness that. He hands it to me. I do the same thing. Right. I open it up, make sure it's clear, and then I do not have the ability. It, it's not. It doesn't exist in me to point a firearm at anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I even have issues with fake firearms, plastic guns that right. kids have, yeah. uh, because it's just this mental thing that's it's it beaten into me. So their protocol was just, there was no protocol on right. that set. That thing should have been cleared before it was put in his hand. Mm-hmm. He should have opened it up and cleared it himself. And uh, oh, just I, it, I just cringe so much when I hear the practicing part and pointing a firearm right. at a, at the camera and if pulling it was, the trigger back even if kenny was the the king of the world um <laughs> real firearms wouldn't exist on movie sets i agree they'd be uh, the, the 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 muzzle part would be mm-hmm. welded and the breech part would be welded and there would be no way that there wouldn't be a, a trigger or a, a fire pin assembly there'd be no way to make that a real firearm no and i'm with you kenny so i wish they did now. that right exactly and technology and is right effects. here yeah. they can Add it all posts. It's yeah. very oh, right. Well, remember that when you hear in the news because you hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was cleaning the gun and it went off. No, 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 no. Right, you're, you're lying. Happen. You're mm-hmm. lying. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, we have a, a clip to play, uh, which we'll take a break and come mm-hmm. back with that. Uh, George Stephanopoulos, I did. I think did a really great job. He asked him, uh, Alec Baldwin, if he felt guilty, and we'll play his answer next. Hey, Lex, are you smile ready? Um, I think. Dawn, are you smile ready? Just give me three minutes and then, yes. <laughs> well, good, because it's time to be smile ready for all those fall events like weddings, reunions. Halloween? I mean, you wear a mask, but sure. Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can help you be smile ready with a great offer happening right now. Now, through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering $1,000 savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this 
offer, you're going to love the way you look with your new smile and you get to save money while doing it. And it's so easy to get started. Just go to Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video consult request. And when you talk with our friends at Hughes Dental, don't forget to say you heard about them on my talk. As I always say, Dr. Amy is the best at what she does. She's the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Yes, I was reading some reviews and they are spectacular, like this one. I started with a video consult, which was very informative. Next, I went in for a consult with Dr. Amy and Jackie. They were able to temporarily put a composite over my teeth to show me what they would look like if I got veneers. That process was also very informative and fun to see the results. Should I read the next one like Yoda? Um, maybe in our next commercial, Lex. Okay. To get started, go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her staff. And then when you're ready, click on the free video consult request. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, my talk1071.com. I'm Alexis Thompson, Miss Shannon Paul, and Kenny with you this Friday morning. Donna, Don and Jason. <laughs> I think Don is here today, but Jason right. and Don on vacation today. We have a four-pack of tickets to the Minneapolis Holiday Boutique Ooh. at Minneapolis Convention Center, December 10th and 12th, coming up this hour. So make sure you are listening for your chance to win those. And um, we've got to jump right back into this interview with George Stephanopoulos that aired last night on ABC with Alec Baldwin. We've got a clip to play, and uh, there's a lot to react to this. Right. So let me just get that ready to go, and we'll just... Uh, here's Alec and George asking him if he felt guilty. Mm-hmm. Your emotions are so clearly so right there on the surface. You felt shock. You felt anger. You felt sadness. Do you feel guilt? No, no. I feel that there is, I, I feel that, that, that uh, someone is responsible for what happened, and I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. Baldwin now awaiting the outcome of the sheriff's investigation, hoping whatever it uncovers helps to ensure a tragedy like this never happens again. What do we come out of this learning? What do we come out of it? What changes can be made? Because where you have a person where, where, as I said, this is one in a billion that someone puts a real bullet in the gun. That never happens. And the idea that a real bullet was in that gun and would come out of that gun and kill that woman, that, that was not even in the realm of possibility. And that's the thing that they must find out is where, who brought bullets onto the set. Mm. Okay, I, I know you said you thought, uh, Lex, that George Stephanopoulos did a good job. I found him to be very pandering and throwing softballs. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I yeah, wasn't a was, fan of yeah. it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Down and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All, honestly, and hearing it again. It makes it make, me yeah. angry? Yeah. 
Because him, like, yes, I did. Like, I like the more I hear it, the crabbier it's making me. Really? Right. I thought it was he was just sitting back to answer the question and kind of let him step in it. No, No, but he wasn't stepping in it. I felt like he was handing him. Look, because even his setup was, oh, poor Alec. And he's like, right, it's not me. And I did not enjoy this Ah, at all. Okay. Yeah. It made me crabby. You need to be harder. Kenny? Uh, I agree with her, but I'll take it. The, the only thing I disagree with is uh, a, 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 he sh- he needs to feel guilt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll bring t- uh, the example would be Keanu Reeves, who does these uh, John, John Wick, Wick movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the story goes that uh, Keanu is a firearms professional, a, and he's a really good shooter, a champion shooter. And I know for a fact that if uh, if he was handed a firearm, uh, and he witnessed, like I said, he could witness somebody clearing it. He would take that firearm and clear it himself. Yeah. Because that's what gun guys do. Um, and it's, I don't know if I should be mad at him, uh, Alec, or not. Uh, he's obviously not a gun guy. Right. But I think you need to be a gun guy if you're going to handle a firearm, even a fake one. Right. You need to have at least the basics down, and that is making sure that firearm is unloaded. The One of the mantras we speak is treat every gun like it's loaded, even mm-hmm. when you know it's not. You always treat a gun like it's loaded, always. Yeah. Um. And, and he didn't follow that, and if he knew that he would have cleared it and cleared it and cleared it again. And when the director said cut, he would clear it again. It's an, it's an obsessive thing. It's, right. it's over-the-top sure. obsession with making sure that firearm is not loaded. I don't like the preemptive, uh, we know there's going to be some sort of investigation continuing on and trial, and, and him being able to get in front of it like that, I find distasteful. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I would rather have... doing it. Right. I liked it better when he wasn't saying anything. Yeah. And he was like, there's, there's an questions. investigation. I don't have, you know, I'm waiting for the investigation to have uh, happen. But it's, you know, because there's there's other articles where there's people who are body language experts looking into all of these things. And, and that I'm like, but he's also an actor, mm-hmm. a good actor. Yeah, that's right. true. I, and so I find it very frustrating on behalf of the people who are doing the investigation that this is what he has the opportunity to do because it seems very state. Well, if I was his lawyer, I I would have been like, you're not doing that. There's no, if I was his lawyer, there's no way Mm -hmm. that would even be something. Yeah. It's like, it's better to be silent right now because I think there was, there was a lot of things that he couldn't say. Right. But there, but in response to uh, what you were saying, Kenny, about Keanu Reeves, George Clooney came out and said basically the same thing. If someone handed me a gun, I'd check it, I'd check it. Alex's response to that I, it almost made me laugh because, you know, he's kind of a little dismissive, right? right? For a lot of things just in general. It's kind of his attitude. But he said, well, you know, some people are saying things and they're making it worse. And basically, <laughs> you do what you do and I do what I do. Right. It's like I've been in many, many films where I did. I'm holding a gun and I didn't have right. to do that. Right. Right. Didn't have to, but should. Mm-hmm. You know, this Absolutely is what we've learned. Yeah. And yes. so, obviously, there were protocols that lots of people are saying that these were not followed yeah. on this set. And, and that's how we're charge. here. Right. The woman who was in charge, they kept saying, well, the reason why she wasn't there, I mean, in charge of the weaponry, mm-hmm. is because she had dual roles. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's really kind of going pointing all 
right. spotlights are pointing toward her. Exactly. Like, how did how did that happen? Ac- absolutely. But he's a- absolutely blaming somebody else. Oh, absolutely. And to yeah. not feel any guilt about it. Gosh, yeah. you're the one that was holding it, and yeah. I think you'd feel that and, way anyway. And you you were holding it. Okay, maybe you weren't the one that actually set everything into motion, but I I would feel at least some guilt because we were setting up the way that this workplace him absolving himself now preemptively in interviews really does seem incredibly calculated because he's know he's going to get sued you know he knows that he's going to be part of the lawsuits and the Mm -hmm. things that they're filing and all of those things and 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 thanks to everybody who's chiming in on twitter right now as well because this is just part of the conversation that we're having because again we weren't there that's why they're investigating it i get all that but the 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 hearing him Talk about it in the way that he did with George Stephanopoulos, I thought was very distasteful yeah, based upon what absolutely. happened and that that someone oh, yeah. was seriously injured and someone died. So but him going, anyway, him yeah. going like him being able to say, I don't feel guilty. I, I, I don't. That does not put me on his side. Yeah. No, that's why I think. Um, gosh, I mean, maybe it's not that George did such a great job. It's just that he let him kind of talk. And step into it. And mm-hmm. he did it. I felt like he did that a couple times where it's just kind of like, huh. I think that's the okay. same as when we had that R. Kelly interview and then we're like, Eric, you're not making yourself look better. Right. That's what I felt about the interview. Mm-hmm. But I also felt like George was there because he's a big enough name that he but it was he he clearly helped with the tone of the interview mm. and his tone was sympathetic to Alec Baldwin. Mm. It wasn't it wasn't neutral. Yeah. You know, he wasn't yeah. trying to uncover things. He's like it was it, so I it wasn't a scoop or anything like yeah. that. It was him going, "Well, we know you feel bad. How bad do you feel?" What <laughs> and so <laughs> I didn't like break. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I see Shut what you're up. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, wow. By we'll, the way, we'll uh, that round that, that went through her and into somebody else, that's um there's two different kinds. Of, well, there's a lot of different kinds of rounds or cartridges if you prefer. And that was obviously a range round uh which is made to keep going. Um it needs a wow. it needs a stop, a backer to stop that thing. Um and they're just solid bullets that are made and will continue to go through things until it finally runs out of steam or it mm. hits something so hard. Um, that it actually stops, oh, wow. and that's why that's why we're seeing a lot of um, the uh, God. I hate using the word collateral damage, mm-hmm. um, but around the Twin Cities with the shootings, it, you know, where we hear it goes through a wall and, and goes past somebody's head or lodges, right. uh, because the uh, the bad guys are using range rounds mm. as opposed to hollow points. When they hit something, even like a pumpkin, they pretty much shatter and break apart and stop. And there's no collateral damage beyond what you just shot at. Wow. So that's mm-hmm. what they were using there. It's fairly obvious. Just awful. It's just awful. Those those cartridges shouldn't have been anywhere no. close to that set. Oh, it's yeah. just awful. Ooh, well, we're going to change things around here. Let's mm-hmm. play a round of Would You Rather right. <laughs> mm-hmm. when we come back. I love school and I love learning. Jason, who was your favorite teacher? Mrs. Freeze from third grade. She made learning so much fun. I mean, looking back now, I see how teachers have to continually learn to be great teachers. You are so right, Jason. And that is what St. Mary's University of Minnesota can provide with their Master of Arts in Education program. It is designed for educators who want to keep learning to advance their careers. Especially if you want to build your skills and curriculum and instruction, mental health, or culturally responsible 
responsive teaching. You'll learn from top-notch educators who have a wealth of classroom experience to share. The best part of St. Mary's is at the heart. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more, head to smumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. It's Friday, so it's Friday, we're dancing and having fun and having a good time. <laughs> Welcome back, it's Jason and Alexis in the morning. MyTalk1071.com, uh, that's where we're streaming. Of course, get that app, tap that app, take us anywhere. I'm Alexis Thompson, Miss Shannon Paul's hanging out with Kenny and me this morning. Because uh, Jason and Don both on vacation. Vacationing, yes. And some fun. How about McLean? She yeah. goes to St. Louis for a wedding, mm-hmm. stays in a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, Perfect. she knows what's her jam. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's just, she's multitasking. It does make sense, doesn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah. And she can stay in a haunted house and now she can write it off because it's part of her series. Oh, so she's working. Oh, she's ding, ding. brilliant. Yeah. I like that ah. idea. And she brought all of her tools, the Christmas exactly. lights that light up and mm-hmm. the whole thing. So that's why every time I go on something, even if I'm vacationing, I make sure I tell jokes someplace. So that oh. I can write the whole thing off. I just go, I'm like, I did, did a guess set. This is work. You know, kind open of mic yeah, Exactly. You think I'm Even kidding. on the subway, give me a buck, I'll tell you a joke. Exactly. Here I we go. I just have to write this off. Right. Absolutely. I'll give you your buck back when we're done. Hey, man, when you are an independent contractor, you got to find those deductions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, you just go to like a karaoke night. You start go, singing a song. I got some material for you. Guess what, everybody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't believe what happened. <laughs> and then I go into singing. You yeah, and then you right. sing. Oh, too funny. <laughs> oh, it's true, though. I can't wait to hear all about that because, you know, weddings mm-hmm. right now, it's uh, how are they doing that? You know, just a lot of them with COVID and having to reschedule. And uh, this one sounds really cool. Those mini monies that they've been having lately, I do think yeah. that that's, a, that's been good for that's a lot of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Because having these giant weddings, they were cumbersome and expensive and all these things anyway. So now people have an excuse to go, well, they're only going to have a smaller thing. Yeah. And nobody can get mad at us. Well, the big party later. Exactly. And then that later might never happen. Right. <laughs> you know, <Exactly>. details. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, hey, it's time to do Would You Rather. Okay. It's time to make a choice. Would you rather. (laughs) Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather. So, Kenny, here's what we decided we do is that Alexis has some specific holiday related ones and I have some non holiday related ones. So we're going to alternate. Okay. Just so we don't get uh, that way. We can kind of just, you know, ease into the holiday season, but not completely like turn everybody off Mm -hmm. with our Christmassy. So um, do you want the holiday one first or the non holiday one? Kenny, you can pick. Holiday. Bring it. Okay. Here we go. All right. Alexis, you go. Okay. All right. Because we're only we're 22 days away from Christmas. Right. Mm hmm. Here we go. Ooh, and we're already in Hanukkah seat. Okay, here yes. we go. Would you rather Would you rather meet the Grinch or Rudolph? Ah. I should have some music playing. <laughs> this, this crappy board I'm doing here. Whoopsies. While you pull that up. Okay. Uh-huh. Would you rather meet the Grinch or meet Rudolph? I yeah. would rather meet Rudolph. Okay. I am very interested in Rudolph's, you know, all of the, the, the exploration that he's done. I mm-hmm. want to hear all of those stories. How he like, lit the way. Yes, how he lit the way. 
how he made friends eventually, even though people were teasing him. I'm down with that. Yeah, so Come I would on. rather re- meet Rudolph. Go ahead, Lex. Yeah. You? No, do you go? For, you go, Kenny. I am reminded of uh, our buddy Patrick Royce, whose mm-hmm. dad, uh, when, when Royce was young in Fulda, his dad went deer hunting, shot a uh, young doe, uh, put it on the hood of his car, painted the nose no. red, oh. and drove around honking the horn, showing all the kids wow. what an SOB. Exactly. That's awful. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. Absolutely. <laughs> but of course, me being, yeah, I can't believe it, but me being me, uh-huh. um, uh, I, I obviously want to meet the Grinch. You're going to hang out and have coffee oh. with the Grinch. That course, makes sense. Of course, when you think about it, I meet the Grinch every morning when I look in the <laughs> No. <laughs> he's a heart like, of gold, though. Right. He's like, hey, let me just, I, I need to work through some things. Yeah. Got a thing. Uh-huh. I'm eating the Grinch, too. Are you? Yeah, I am. I'm I want to meet that little dog. <laughs> you know, he attaches that antler on there. And, uh, you know, I like the cave, the coolness of the cave. I think that sounds fun. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Rudolph and I will go yeah. off on our adventures, and you guys go be Grinch. We'll be with the Grinch. Yeah, okay. I like the furry suit, too. Okay. You know, the whole thing. All right. I'm cool with that. All right. Here's our non-holiday related one. How about this? Would you rather... Find a rat in your kitchen oh God. or oh. a roach in your bed. Oh, oh gosh. Shannon. What? Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, you hanging out in the kitchen oh. with the rat or are you oh, I think sleeping with the roach? Would oh. it be it'd be easier to get rid of the rats, right? I think rat. Because mm-hmm. they're bigger? Yeah. Oh my gosh, getting rid of uh, How do you get rid of roaches? You burn the house down, right? <laughs> Basically, yeah. They have traps. Burn the bed. Burn Poisons the for both oh. of them. Oh. So, is that your final answer, yeah, Kenny? Rat. You're going to keep I'm the going rat. With rat. Oh, yeah. gosh. Okay. I'm going with the roaches and sleeping in the doghouse. <laughs> oh, with the fleas. Oh, yeah. I'll take the fleas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. Right. I, just the rat. I guess you're right. There's less rats, but. I, ooh, that there could be a lot tail, of rats. They're, they're so smart. You know, they that's are. The thing. So, that's why I kind of like them. Because oh. I mean, and, and I've had, you know, I've, I, I'm, I, my sisters have had pet rats. Yeah. So, I mean, too. clearly you don't like try to domesticate a rat that would just be in your kitchen. No. Um, but oh, I think sure I would have tried. I, exactly. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I would rather have rats as well because I would never mm. sleep well ever if I knew oh, that there might no. be. No, I'm not even going in the house. Roaches around because <laughs> no. you're right. They I've multiply. been around roaches. They don't but, have them up here as often. But you know, Shannon, in Arizona, we had lots of roaches. Mm-hmm. You know where there's one, there's a million more. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> there's an infestation in your wall. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Stop smiling. Yeah. Oh, no. They're like hanging out, having a little roach conversation. <laughs> and then sometimes there's some flying sick. ones. It like flew in and then landed in your bed. Okay. Kenny, just Next question. Kind of thing. There Next go. question. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Right. Ho, 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 everyone. All right. So, oh, my God. What you got? What Speaking you got? of that ho, 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 <laughs> would you rather help Santa give presents to the children all around the world or help the elves make the toys? Oh, interesting. Are you crafter or delivery person? Mm, I like mm. that. Um, I would rather... I am helping deliver the toys. I would like that. I would enjoy that and like figure out the best way to to creatively put them in front of the tree and all of those things. I like that. Get idea. down that yes. chimney. Yes. Uh huh. Figure out how to if you got to pick a lock. Maybe you have to pick a lock to get in because not sure. everybody has chimneys. True. I'm good yeah. with True. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, to, mm-hmm. get cookies. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Plus you bribe them. Yeah. What do you got for me, kiddo? <laughs> 
What do you got for Santa? What kind Kenny? of cookies do you have? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Elves creep me out. They're, they're just the next. They're like third in line after cockroaches and rats and then elves. They're Who knows industrious. What those, little, industrious. those little weirdos are doing, working without pants and um, canning apricots I on have, their break. Right. And, I've no, never no. seen an elf oh, without pants. I feel oh, like they have very cute pants, actually. Uh, uh. Normally candy striped variety pants. They're you just know? very little under yes. there. Very little. They're yeah. industrious uh, elves. So, yeah. all right. Lex? Oh, yeah, you'd think that I'd want to be with the elves making the presents, right. but no, I want to be with Santa. Okay. I want to feel that sleigh. Yes. Yeah. I want to go down those chimneys and, yeah, put the presents down there and hide yeah. from the children. And yeah. Okay. Oh. I, I Santa's it. intern. I'd love it. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm good with that. All right. Okay, we'll do this one. Okay. Would you yeah, we rather... Have one, more. one more. Would you rather be the absolute best at something that no one takes seriously <laughs> or average at something well-respected? <laughs> well, uh... Yeah. Uh, uh, the first one. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm really good at this. And they're like, why? Yeah, yeah. And what's the point? Uh, my skill, if you ever play horse with me, my skill is uh, bouncing the ball off the tarmac and yes. into the bucket. Really? Oh. Yeah, a skill you cannot use anywhere. <laughs> Except when playing horse. Yeah. 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 Okay. I can't do a hook shot or a layup or but any of that. No, not, I can't even do a free throw, but I can bounce that A two-handed that baby, bounce. Yeah, okay. off the floor into the bucket. <laughs> nice. You know the angle you need to hit the pavement. It, mm-hmm. I just, it's something in me, Lex. Yeah, I, I don't even I have to it. think about it. It just happens every time. Nice. Yeah, yeah. See, and I think I'm going to be average that. at something well-respected. Yeah. Because <laughs> at least I'm average at it so I could use it on a regular basis. So, That's and true. Because maybe the other people who are better at it aren't available, so they're like, well, we'll use Miss C Plus yeah. over here anyway. She'll do. Yeah. Right, exactly. That'll do. <laughs> exactly. It's not right. Just like a shallow knowledge there. You got, you got something going on. Right, all right. It'll get huh. done. All right. All right. Lex. I think I'm with you, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be really good at one thing that no one cares about. Yeah, it's probably cares? some weird, like, weird embroidery, all. like, art or something. Uh-huh. But Resurrecting baby dolls, something yeah, like that. Something yeah, something weird that they're like, okay. Do we need that to happen? Eventually it might come around, right? <laughs> Hopefully. <Yeah. laughs> if not, who cares? Uh, right. <laughs> all right. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Let me play. Let's uh, get real. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. I hope you're happy all with right. your choice. This has been Would You Rather. Ooh, when we come back, I want to talk about tipping. Okay. It's always something we like to talk about, but especially during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Who do you tip and how much do you tip them? We'll do all, we'll talk about that next. And we're back with Olivia Rodrigo. She is Billboard's top artist, or the second one, and she also is the best new artist, so... Mm-hmm. Lots of, lots of stuff coming out from her. She has a very effective voice right. on her songs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. Happy Friday. December 3rd. I'm Alexis. Miss Shannon. Kenny with you this morning. Jason and Don both on vacation today. We're going to talk about tipping, but a couple other things just to keep in mind. Right. We still have four tickets to give away. And this is for the Minneapolis holiday 
show here mm-hmm. in the boutique. Mm-hmm. It's at the Minneapolis Convention Center. So make sure you can go December 10th through the 12th. We'll do that before the end of this hour. So right. pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> pretty pretty soon, everybody. <laughs> and then also, if you have a... My friend sent the letter that her daughter wrote to Santa. <laughs> okay. And at last night I started thinking about it. just started laughing to myself. Just cracking up because it is so funny. Mm-hmm. Did you just something you tweet us if maybe my talkers, if you had a funny letter, maybe this year or in right. years past, uh, just tweet us. Right. We'd love to, to read them and, and hear about what your kids asked for. Yes. At Lex and the cities. Mm-hmm. Shannon, you're at Miss Shannon, Shannon with an A and M-I-S-S. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't tweet Kenny. We'll read for Kenny. Yes. Yeah. Right, uh-huh. Kenny. OK. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's so funny. Letters to Santa. Kids are hilarious. <laughs> right. And I think it's also interesting from a parental point of view of, well, how are you going to get out of this one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what are you going to do? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't say, well, Santa can't. Like, now you got to explain on behalf of Santa. Yeah. So, so your friend's child, how old are they? Uh, she's, I think she's eight. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Right. And mm-hmm. she wrote for herself, her sisters, and a wish list for her mother ah, as well. Ah, so she's the emissary for the family. Pretty much. Well done. Yes. Okay. And then mm-hmm. my nephew, he keeps asking for, for Christmas magic. Oh, magic. That's like, pretty broad. What do you Good luck what with that, Mayor. Yeah. <laughs> He's what, only six. What kind of magic I, does he want? I'm not sure. But Interesting. We shall see what she ends up doing, or okay. you know, you know, just in general, not for She Santa, can learn but a couple tricks from YouTube, maybe, and just kind of like, papa. Here we go. <laughs> magic. Maybe. And a that Elsa business, hands. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that going. <laughs> but over the holidays, we want to tip a little bit extra, right? For yes. our favorite people and mm-hmm. people who help make our lives easier. And so I was looking at the survey because we love to talk about tipping here. How much do you tip? Right. And for which individual and how does that work? Right. And so here's just just an idea, a Mm -hmm. survey that went around about uh, how much do you tip like a babysitter or a daycare provider? Yes. Now that we're doing that, Mm -hmm. thinking about it. And the average person said that they plan to tip about 50 dollars okay all right just for the holidays because i had read before that you're basically kind of throwing like what would be an evening's pay like what or or what you know like an extra day and then like a small and then i know people usually do like a small present on behalf of their kid yes to the babysitter yep Mm -hmm. and that makes sense and that's kind of what we do for his teachers is that we just kind of come up with something that makes sense you go here you know all the the teachers get a thing yes or make something yes uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking about ours. I'm thinking, whoa, I got to give them a big gift. <laughs> they are <laughs> right. doing such a good job. That's how I feel, kid. too. I'm all like, my kid is complex. Kind yeah. of thing. And kids are complex in general, but my kid is complex. So I'm like here. You know? mm-hmm. And also, if you're, if you know, I always remind people, too, that a lot of our teachers put a lot of themselves and their own money into their classroom sometimes. And it's so, been a hard year. Yeah, if you're, Two years. you know, if you can and you have the ability to grab some extra like Lysol wipes and drop them off at the school. Get, yeah, you know, get an extra bag. Of care, you know, get yeah. that's, you know, that I kind of like I kind of when I'm buying my stuff, I just buy an extra one. You know, if they off. have a three pack of something, I'll buy an extra three pack and just go, hey, I just hey, I just thought you might want to put this in the classroom. Yeah. And so. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so helpful. Mm-hmm. How about a housekeeper? OK. Um, what would you tip the housekeeper? Me? Yeah. The roommate? The roommate. You got to tip the roommate. 50 <laughs> bucks. Tip each other? <laughs> yes. A simple about, thanks works good in our house. I think about 50 bucks <laughs> yeah. is what I was thinking. The yeah. average person says here, too, mm-hmm. um, tipping the mail carrier. Do you guys... 
Uh, we used to, yeah. 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 Uh, we lived in South Minneapolis. Yep. I didn't know there's rules on that now. Like, there's a cap. Yeah, is it $25? Something like that. I read that they can't get more than $50 per calendar year. So if you're going to give them like cash or a gift card or something like that, you know. Give them 50 bucks. Yeah, you can't give them more than 50. They're not supposed to get more than 50 bucks. Don't report it. (laughs) Yeah, you just. Yeah, I don't want to get them in trouble, though. Yeah. Pass it over. Our deal, though, was uh, you put a little something in an envelope in the mailbox for the carrier. And then you stand uh, in your living room with the blinds closed, peeking out just to make sure it's your normal mail carrier <laughs> ah, and not somebody filling in. Yes. And then what do you okay. do if it is somebody filling in? Do you run out there and snatch it out of their hands? And no, Psych. you tell them, give that <laughs> to Trevor. For you. <laughs> yeah, give it to Trevor. Give that to Trevor. Yeah, that's, yeah that's give this to our normal guy, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> You weirdo. Thanks for filling in, though. Thanks for ringing my mail. I appreciate it. Uh, but the average person, I guess, uh, at least in this survey, 20 bucks is okay. what they're giving their mail, mail carrier. They were cool. Mm-hmm. Trash and recycling collector. You guys tip them? Uh, a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Average 20 bucks there as well. Because I started just tipping people things because you, we used to be like, my grandma was the, well, we made cookies or we made a pie and all this stuff. And now I'm like, don't give people food. You know, like not homemade food. That's weird now. Unless you're really known for that. Correct. But you're right, though. But you, yeah, yeah, most people, they just want money. Exactly. They just don't want to carry around this pie. What they're going to do with it. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to carry around all these cookies that well, they got to decide they're going to eat I'll them. eat the whole pie, and then I'll feel real bad about it, but then it feel really good, because I just ate a good pie. <laughs> like, you know? I'll bring you a pie, you know, kind of yes. thing. But you're, you're, you're people that do services for you. Don't yes. give them food anymore, I don't think. Yeah, okay. and then the last person on here, this list at least, what they asked for the survey, landscapers and gardeners. Mm-hmm. How, many, how much would you tip them? I'd say whatever, about, about another 50 bucks. 30, 30 bucks is the ah, average. Interesting. Said. Yep. There's a lot of people that you should be tipping. Like, you know, if you have a regular hairstylist, make sure you tip your hairstylist. Yes. If oh, you've right. got... Baristas. Yeah. Yes. Um, right. uh, personal trainers. Yeah. Like a lot of people will tip their personal trainer, at mm-hmm. least a session, that kind of thing. So, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people where you're like, should you get them something? And the answer almost always is yes. And yeah. then they'll tell you if you can't. So it's <laughs> a nice extra little thing. Right. If you go out to eat on thank, on uh, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. when you fill that server's hand full of a big wad of cash yes. and whisper yes. in her ear, his ear, whatever. Thank you. Put this in your pocket. Don't share this with anybody. <laughs> This is for you. Right. Yes. This is for you and you alone. That's not yeah. creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got something to give away. A four-pack of tickets to the Minneapolis Holiday Boutique. It's at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Make sure you can come. It's December 10th through the 12th. You and some friends. 651-641-1071. I'll take caller four. When we come back, we've got letters to Santa and those hilarious ones. Keep them coming. It's a beautiful day.